and welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. And I'm Courtney. And today we are doing another read-along. It is going to be part two of the 13-part series that we're doing. It's Wounded by Ashley James. It's part of the Unlucky 13 world. So, very exciting. Um, I've read the blurb and nothing else. I am just finishing up the blurb, but I am so excited. I love Ashley James, and I know that she does a really good angsty story. So she does, and she does um, like drug addiction pretty good too. Yes, yeah. She's the author of the Bard Desire series, which I know we've talked about. I don't know if we've done a read along, but I know we've talked about them. Wait a bit. We did do a read along. I'm pretty sure we did. If not, we definitely read it together on our own. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, Ashley James is a favorite of ours. And I mean, this looks looks like like, the reviews are good. Yeah, this looks like it's going to be one of those like golden retriever slash broken, broken man sort of, you know. Yeah, feels. I'm excited though. Yes, and it sounds like so he's in a band and he has a drug problem, and his band mates said, you know, you need to fix your shit, go to the Black Diamond Resort. And uh, when he's there, he meets Rowan, and Rowan has his own issues. He's sunshiny and happy, but he's got his own problems. So, yeah. Um, it looks like chapter 16, 49% is our midway point. Yeah, that's what I marked too. Awesome. So if you're ready, I'm ready to dive in. I am. I don't think there's much more to say. Um, we love Ashley James, and I'm I'm confident we're going to get a good book from her. So I'm excited. Yep, me too. All right. So if you're reading along, go ahead and go to chapter 16 and pause here. Okay, we're back. I love this book so much. Me too. I have, listen, okay. I had said, I think in the last episode that I was reading the new Tal Bauer book, that book sucked me in. But this book sucked me in so much i literally i started reading it and i didn't put it down until i finished it basically yeah i got to like i think it was chapter two and then i had to set it down for a while and then finally when i picked it back up i could not put it down i was like oh no kelsey texted me she was like i'm almost finished and i was like okay hold on <laughs> and i got there i it sucked me in and i got there quick i i love it this is oh it's so fucking good. Okay, Ashley James is a queen. Like we Seriously. know this, but I have been such a captain distraction lately. It is taking me like days and days and days to finish a book and like even good books. It's just taking me so much longer than normal. It's been just a few hours since we recorded last. Yeah. Which should tell you something. I mean, yeah, this one is, oh, it, it's great. So it has Rowan and Caspian. They So Caspian is the 
main character who's in a band and he's got a pretty heavy drug problem. He's, uh, you know, he ends up, well, he doesn't overdose, but he ends up doing uh, a speedball, which is like heroin and cocaine mixed together with this girl in his hotel room and she dies. So the band gets together with the manager and they're like, if you don't go to rehab, we're done. Like you're out of the band. So he reluctantly goes to the Black Diamond Resort. And then we have Rowan who dabbles. He's more of like a partier, but he kept getting noise complaints and like issues at the hotel he was staying at. And his parents are the ones footing the bill right now until his trust fund kicks in. So they said, we just kind of want you gone. Yeah, so here's the thing is that they're both kind of claiming that they don't have serious drug problems. But like Courtney said, Caspian did a speedball with a fan and she overdosed and died. And then and it also kind of like opened up on a scene of he he's like i just need to do some lines like i just need this cocaine right now and kind of showed him like fiending um and then with rowan like he also claims he doesn't have a big drug problem but he says like i only do drugs when i party but he was throwing parties every single day so he was doing drugs every single day so they're both claiming, like, I don't have a bad drug problem. Like, I didn't have to, you know, withdraw or anything when I got here, did I? And, um, but, like, they both are, like, in the habit of doing drugs every single day. So I would consider that a drug problem, <laughs> like, partying or not. Um, so, yeah, they, they both do have drug problems, mostly cocaine. Um, and... The Black Diamond Resort, so we've seen kind of both sides of it at this point. So the last book was more of like the resort side where celebrities go to hide and like get away from the press for a little while. And then this side is like a rehab treatment facility. And the way that it's set up is that these wristbands that they use to get access to things on the rehab side, their wristbands won't get them access to like resort amenities they only have access to like treatment things. So yes, until such time that they can, I guess, prove that they're less of a problem and don't need, they also have to go to like group therapy and have uh, solo therapy sessions, you know, like an actual inpatient, like rehab facility. So um, I just, I'm digging it. So Rowan, it very much was attracted from the jump to Caspian. And he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to attach myself to you. And poor Rowan, he just wants somebody to like want him as much as he wants them. He wants somebody to just want him around. He has abandonment issues and his parents don't suck as bad as the last book's parents, but they do suck in the way that like they just don't care for him. They love each other. And they're a solid couple, but they're not great parents. They're neglectful at best. Yeah, and, and I, can, I can totally see the writing on the walls, how this is going to go, because it like they both have abandonment issues, for one. And I think that, you know, obviously Rowan's going to get attached. And I think that Caspian is also going to get attached and not really realize 
um, how important Rowan is to him. And he's so fucking hot and cold. I have a feeling he's going to spout off some bullshit that's really going to hurt Rowan's feelings. And Rowan's going to be like, fuck you and stick to his guns. And it's going to fuck Caspian up. I could see that. Yeah, I agree with that. I see. I see Rowan, yeah, unintentionally or intentionally, like, trying to brush it off as, like, oh, well, I'm not attached. I'm not attached and, like, screwing it up somehow. And Rowan is finally going to be like, you know what? Like, I've had enough. Because it says in one of his therapy sessions that because it's not necessarily that he clings to people. It's more that he keeps keeps everybody at this distance where they're just kind of, like, the surface-level friends so that they can't get in and hurt him. But Rowan yeah. Caspian is digging his way in and Rowan is clinging to that, you know, like it's slowly but surely going to be where he's going to. And then when Caspian fucks up, it's going to be like Rowan's, you know, not going to just take it on the chin like he has been doing with the hot and cold behavior. Yeah, because with Rowan, he obviously has the abandonment issues. Even his like close friends, he is still, like, a habitual liar. He lies for no reason. He said he doesn't know why he does it. He just tells lies. I think that's going to fuck up Caspian. He's, like, he can kind of tell that Rowan's a liar, but he's not really sure um, what he's lying about most of the time. And I think that... I think that they're just brewing a perfect storm right now where they both have abandonment issues. They both have troubles letting people in. And I think... Rowan's going to let Caspian in and he's going to stop fucking lying to him and he's going to, you know, form an actual attachment with somebody, get actually close with somebody. And then Caspian's going to pull his whole moody, keeping him at arm's length, hot, cold bullshit. And he's going to push it too far. And Ashley James is so good at angst. I'm I'm like, like salivating for it. I know that this is going to like hurt in the best way. I'm so excited for it. Oh, and then we've got the primal kink and CNC thing going on, which is all the way up by Allie for anybody who's been a listener. So we just left off on that. And um, it seems to me because where we stopped is literally right where they're getting into it. So they had a discussion before about how Caspian wants to try like primal kink and how Rowan wants to try CNC, which is consensual non-consent in case anybody doesn't know what that is. And I, from what I've read so far before we stopped, it sounds like this is going to be done in a way that I actually don't mind cnc i've said in previous episodes before that is not my favorite thing to read but if there's a conversation beforehand that like yes this is what i want like usually i prefer there to be like safe words involved or whatever which there was not in this case but they did have a conversation about like, this is what he wants. He wants to be forced. And then he took off running and said, catch me if you can. So like he did give permission before this happened. So like, um, I prefer that. Also, Ashley James is just like top notch at writing the spicy scene. Oh my God. I- yeah. 
we've had one so far and I was just like, yeah, this is or two. But yeah, top, we've top had a couple. We've we've had a couple and then we've had a couple like almost. Yeah. But I'm excited to dive back in. I literally have it open just waiting for us to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I have a feeling that I'm going to finish it tonight or early tomorrow morning. I'm I'm super sucked into it. I'm really having a good time. So same. All right. Well, if you are ready to dive back in. Yeah. All right. If you're reading along, go ahead and go to the end of the book and pause here. Okay. We are back. I loved this book so much. Me too. If it wasn't for my busy ass life, I would have finished it like immediately. I did finish it like immediately. I was so, I couldn't even put it down. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Um, I'm going to call it now. This is definitely going to be one of my favorites of the entire series. I had a feeling just because, like, one, it's Ashley James, and two, it's got like the rock star romance, broken boy trope. Like, it, yeah. It was um, so good. Yes. I well, I fucking love Ashley James. She's an amazing author. She did this book so well. So I don't know oh, where we cool. left off exactly, but basically, um, oh, it was before the blow up that we left off, right? Yes. So it didn't play out the way that I thought it was going to. I was wrong. No, not. Not really. Well, no, because I had guessed that. Fuck, what are their names? Caspian and Rowan. Um, So I had guessed that. uh, That they would start to let each other in and that Caspian would say some fucked up shit and Rowan would be like, that's enough of that. And I had expected like some groveling um, and that's not. That's not what happened. So basically, they both had journals given to them by their therapist, and they were told to write um, just whatever they wanted really in there. Um, They were both kind of given different direction. And so Caspian had assumed that Rowan was sharing his journal with the therapist and in his journal was just like detailed accounts of every time him and Caspian were together. And so he thought that he was sharing his information with the therapist and that he was a spy for um, the band's manager. So it just, he like got into his head about it and punched him and took off, got kicked out of the program. And then Rowan, after he got out of the program, decided to basically stalk Caspian, bought tickets to all the shows, and they ended up reconnecting. That's the quick gist, yeah? Yeah, that's about it. They ended up, uh, yeah, finally talking it out. And Caspian let him in. Oh, my God. It was so cute. And the bandmates were adorable. I. I kind of hope that the bandmates get their own books. Like, I know Ashley James is really big about the whole, uh, like, side character spinoff stories. So I'm kind of hoping that this ends up becoming, like, a spinoff with each of the bandmates. Maybe. It wouldn't surprise me if multiple authors did that. 
because we're two books in and here's what I'm thinking about this world so far. These authors are pouring their fucking heart and souls into these books so far. Seriously. They did not just like, oh, we're part of a shared world. Let's just spit out a book real quick. No, like this is top notch. Oh, absolutely. I've read other shared worlds where you can tell that these authors like just spit out a book to add to the world and whatever and like didn't really put their all into it. Like they were decent books, but they were just books, you know. These are great books so far. And they're cohesive too. Like, yeah. They're, yeah, it's not like there's a bunch of jumbled. De- I've read shared worlds where it's like almost nothing is alike. Where, like, you get every detail from one book to the next, from one author to the next, is just completely, like, different. This one has a more cohesive feel to it. I'm curious when we get into, like, okay, so let's take the next author, for example, Nicole Dykes. Her She writes things that can be a little on the angstier side, but, like, not really. Her books are not super heavy. Um, Cora Rose, she has some, you know, emotion and angst in some of her books, but like, again, not really. She's more on the lighter, fluffier side. Um, same with Charlie Meadows, like some emotion, angst, but not really like, and, um, like those authors are a little bit on the lighter side of things. So we started it off with two like hard hitting bangers with the angst, I'm just curious to see how some of these other authors that typically write a little bit lighter are what their books are going to look like. You know what I mean? Are we going to stick with the theme of like angst or are we going to stick with, you know, what they do best? I'm just curious. Even though with all of that, though, I mean, I would be OK seeing the two different sides, the lighter, fluffier, like, you know, resort Same. side, you know what I mean? Like. And then the but, like people taking their, you know, giving their all as far as like seeing that, that, uh, I don't know what the word is. I just woke up not that long ago. <laughs> dichotomy? Um, is that what it is? Dichotomy, yeah. Yeah. Seeing that dichotomy of like, you get to see the sweeter side of, you know, the black resort because it's not just all about like you know it's also a resort to like get away and stuff so i'm i'm excited to see what these authors can do with it i think we will find out next episode because that is um nicole dykes and she's a little bit on the lighter side like she does have some like that have emotion and i think she's a good author and i very much enjoy nicole dykes But she is a little on the lighter side. So I'm curious to see um, how that goes. Yes. So if you are curious too how that's going to go, stick around for next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Bye.